George Michael Perez, aka G Mike, and y'all already know what it is, baby. Back with another episode of the G Perspective, and I know it's been a little while, but we back on track with it, baby. Please follow me on my socials: TikTok, Instagram, YouTube at G Mike Media underscore, Twitter at George Mike Perez, and then the audio version of the podcast is available on all podcast platforms and streaming on YouTube and now Rumble as well. This week, bringing on an old guest, Ernie Valdez, to talk about all there is to talk about on NBA free agency up to this point. It's been exciting. A lot of good things are coming in our way, Heat fans, but we got to keep got to keep watching. Maybe things will happen for us. Maybe they won't. It's going to be a little heartbreaking if it doesn't, but, but we got it. We got it. Guys, please subscribe, like, and leave some comments under the video, and let's get it. What's up, my dog? What's up, my boy? You know what time it is? Yeah, boy. We excited over here, baby, because Dame time might be coming to South Beach, baby. He's coming. He's coming for sure. (laughs) We got to see who we're getting rid of, but um, I think it's a a done deal. We've been waiting for this for a minute now, so. Yeah, yeah. Before we jump into it, for sure, a lot of uh, NBA free agency has been going down on Friday, June 30th. Yesterday at 6 p.m. is when free agency started. And since the first minute went off the clock, players started going left and right, just siding into teams. And we'll talk about the other players. But right now, right now, we got to talk mm-hmm. about the recent thing that just happened today. How Bame, Dame, Dame time, Damian Lillard yes, asked for a trade because the Portland Trailblazers mm-hmm. are not doing much to get him some help out there, man. And no. the top team that he says that he wants to go to is the Miami Heat, baby. Yes, team. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you feeling about that? Man, I'm feeling good about it. I'm not going to lie. I don't think um, – so the way that it's going, he 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 doesn't deserve, he doesn't really deserve to be there anymore. They're going young. He wants to win. Um, and he deserves to pick where he gets to go. And he wants to come to Miami. He wants to play with his boy, Bam. He wants to play with a proven superstar like Jimmy. And, and he wants to be part of that Heat culture. I don't blame him. Come on now. Yeah, doesn't yeah. get better than – you know, he's already 33 years old. He's at the end of his of his prime. He's still got a couple of years, of good years left. So it's it's time. It's time. So I, I've heard like guys like Kevin Garnett that he wish he would have left uh, the Timberwolves way earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, he wish he would have gone to Boston way earlier and really had those two, three more years of his prime that he could have been there. They probably could have gotten another championship, stuff like that. So I think it's about time that Dame uh, makes the move. Yeah, man. I mean, like I would think. Right, you get drafted to a team. Like, let's say we'll mm-hmm. put ourselves in their shoes. You get drafted to a team, and you're like, "Damn, I want to thank this team for the opportunity that they give me, drafting me." Other people, imagine you. Even if you're going down the second round, so many teams passed up on you. You get drafted to that one particular team, and you're like, "Damn, you know, like I feel very grateful for them taking me. I want to bring them the most success, the most money that they can get. I want to bring them a championship." And I'm pretty sure that's how most players feel. Low. Yeah, yeah, I respect yeah. that. Yeah, hey, I respect that tremendously. But think about it. He took them to eight straight playoffs. Um, the last couple of years haven't been going their way. They shut them down last year when they could have probably made a run at a playing game. 
So he doesn't know him anything else. You know, he gave him everything he had. He gave him an ultimatum, and I feel like they're they're both going different directions, and it's it's a it's a good thing that um that is happening. Yeah, because he was talking about how he wanted uh, Jeremy Grant to get resigned, and he and then he'll probably yeah, stay. He and he did get resigned. He got like four years or five years for 190 million. Great, great Wait. deal right there for him. By the way, great deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's still he's still January. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah, okay, you bring back Grant, but what else are you going to do? You got to give him another star because even if you bring in another star, like let's say the the top dude that they were talking about taking over there was uh, Paul George or if not Draymond Green. Let's say you get one of those, yep. right? Which is not going to happen because uh, Draymond Green yeah. already resigned with the Warriors. But let's say it does happen and you mm -hmm. bring one of them over there, even then you're not going to get past like the second round. <laughs> So they're not better than Denver, that's for sure. No, 100%. not better than Sacramento. They're not better than the Lakers after yeah, there's the, too many the good Lakers did. Oh, the Lakers have stacked up, yeah, stacked yeah, up, yeah, and yeah. they just got Russell. Yeah. Back. So yeah, man, the West is fire. They're, they're amazing. Who, who? Now that the I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Kind of steering away from Dame. No, you're um, good. Now that the Lakers got, yeah, they got Gabe and they got Russell. They just re-signed them right now, like ten minutes ago. Yeah. Um, who do you think is starting out there? Who are you going to put the start out of those two? Um, dude, man. Honestly, I would start Gabe Vincent because of what he's done in the the in the postseason this past season, man. But D'Angelo Russell, he, he's still good. I just feel like the consistency is not there with him. And the same thing with Gabe. Like, there's sometimes that Gabe pops up, and then there's other games that he doesn't really do much. So I think it's just going to be an uphill battle between them two. Like, it's not going to be, like, clear-cut who's going to start. I think it's going to be a battle from training camp to preseason to regular season, and then hopefully they make the playoffs, which I think they will. But I would say right now, I would I would give it to Gabe, honestly. Ladeep. Same, man. I just hope that uh, a lot of those Heat guys, though, they leave the Heat, and they're just not the same. For example, yeah. Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn, he went to the Lakers, and, and he kind of died out. We don't really know too much about him right now. Um, yeah, so he was yeah, gone man, for like the first half of the season. season. Yeah, bro. I don't. I don't know what happened to none. He, he went from scoring like eighteen a game yeah. to to nothing. So I, hopefully, Gabe keep, keeps it going and, and keeps growing and, and gets better. And now he's playing with LeBron James, which is uh, which is huge. Good for him. Yeah. No, it, his IQ is just going to be like five million. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah, bro. Um, but just sticking with Dame and the and the Portland Trailblazers. Um, one yeah. thing I like really expected for Dame to request his trade is because he wanted them to bring in a star, right? But the Portland Trailblazers, the only way that they can bring in another star was to give up their young talent. Scoo uh, Henderson, they just drafted with third pick. They got Alfred Simons out there and then uh, uh, Sharon Sharp. And it's like, if you give up these players, you're trying to bring in a star, try to help Dame win. Again, I don't think they get past the second round if that happens. So they were like, you know what? We're not going to give up these young players. So they probably told him, like, yo, dude, like, honestly, like, we're just going to try and let you go and rebuild. Yeah. No, the rebuild's been going on, I feel like, for the past two years already now. They got a good young core. Um, I, I don't think that in the draft they expected for Scoot to be there for them at number three. Uh, they're probably Miller was going to be their choice, and they probably would have traded that away. But uh, I feel like Scoot, if it wasn't for, for Victor – 
when Benyama this year, he could have been the first overall pick, you know, without a doubt. Yeah. So I feel like they can pass on that situation. He's such a good athlete, decision maker. He he's a he's a he's got potential to be a John Morant type of player. So no, I don't think they could pass up on the offer. You know, Dame's already getting older. It's time to move on. Yeah, man. And honestly, like just... I don't think there's anybody they could have grabbed to to make to change his decision. You know. Yeah. I no. Feel like I, I think they would have to trade away that third pick before the draft. Yeah, but Scoop, man. He's the future for them. Yeah, yeah. They, they no made facts. they made it super clear. They made it super clear. So it was either Scoot or Dame, and uh, they went with Scoot. And I don't blame him. No, it is I what don't it blame is. Him either. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, bro. I think uh, maybe in five years, you know, the West is like completely shifted, and the Portland Trailblazers are on top of the West. You never really know. Well, you you got this young star you talent. Play. You got three young star dudes. Well, future star dudes that can help you win. Might as well take advantage. That happens with people. That happens with teams all the time. Look at uh, Sacramento now. A couple years ago, Sacramento was no nothing. And they made a couple moves. They've grown with their players. And, and now they're one of the best teams in the West. So that sometimes you got to rebuild. And that's how it goes. It's part of the part of the business, part of the game. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, the Heat can make a trade for Damian Leather. But right now. Yeah. It's fair for them to lose. So they got to put yeah. a package together that's going to work out. Because he wants to come here. So I I would say low bottom in the beginning, but, like, don't lose the opportunity to bring Dame to Miami. Yeah, that's that's yeah. franchise changing. That's like LeBron coming over. Maybe not as big, but it's right underneath that. Shaq, yeah, yeah. LeBron, oh, yeah. Dame. You get me? Yep. So keep it going, man. And we're known for making those big moves. Whale hunting. So <laughs> The big fish, baby. The big fish. Moby Dick out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But right now, um, just sticking with the Heat, man. Uh, looking at like who they signed. Uh, right now, they just signed Thomas Bryant. Let me pull it up so I don't say the wrong uh -huh. thing. For two years, five point four million. Thomas Bryant is he's a good signee to put behind Bam. What do you think? Good backup, man. He's he's proven he's he's more athletic. I I like Cody Zeller, but in today's NBA, Cody Zeller isn't. Isn't as productive as he as he could have been maybe ten years ago. That big that big man that's kind of slow that plays you know back to the basket that that's not really a thing anymore. I feel like Thomas is going to be more athletic. He's going to be able to defend. Maybe not the not guards, but he could switch on to other players that Cody was just getting. He was just getting beat, you know, yeah. especially in the playoffs. And I showed that we needed a backup. You know, he couldn't stop. Well, anybody could stop Joker, but. Um, Bam, I think I think did a pretty good job, and I think Thomas could match up with a guy like Joker um, a little bit better than some of the slower big men in the league. Like we had Deadman before, I don't think he he could match up with the with the fours and the fives that are in the league nowadays. It's tough. So yeah, yeah that that settled backup our backup uh, position for for center. So I think we're set right there. Yeah, I think he's gonna bring in more hustle for sure, more tenacity than Cody Zetter. I, I like Cody Zetter. I like what he brought to the table uh, during the postseason. He didn't get as much minutes as I think that he should have, but he he made most of his minutes. But I think with Thomas Bryant is gonna no, be yeah, I like hey hustle man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like Zeller. I just feel like he just doesn't fit right with us, um, especially the way we like to play. So I feel like Bam and and, and Thomas are more interchangeable. Then maybe Zeller and Bam mm -hmm. feel like it matches up a little bit better for us. So that's just my opinion. No, so let's see how it works right. out. So this, yeah. this is 
exciting part about the offseason is that you get to build these teams and then you get to see what happens. So, look, last year, you know, we kind of stayed the same. Regular season came through. We thought we were going to be great. Like, you know, we were first in the East the year before that. And then now we're a playing, a playing team, but we make it all the way to the finals. So it's exciting, man. You never know when these teams are going to take off and, and how people are going to perform. Injuries are also a big part of it. So, yeah, man. This is, every, I feel like the NBA has the best offseason, especially after LeBron did the whole, like, I'm go going to South Beach thing, like every offseason in a movie. Like, there's always something going on, some big names. So, yeah, man, it's exciting. I love the NBA offseason. Way better than baseball and all the other sports, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And, and since you said that, it's funny because I was hearing the other day, it's like what players are, are doing now, right? They're basically mm -hmm. taking on four years, five years, and taking on the last year as a player option so that that player option, they opt into it, and then they ask for a trade, and they work with the team to get them a trade and whatever, but they still get the money that they're owed. Just like how James yeah. Harden did with the Philadelphia 76ers a few days ago. And it's smart. Yeah. Honestly, it's smart, man. As a player, bro, yo, more power, more power. Him, bro. Yeah. They had more power. Back in the day, back in the 90s, they had no power. It was all the front office. Whatever they wanted to do with the players, they were literally their property. So now the players have a little bit of push and a little bit of say. If they want to go somewhere, they could make it happen. So I think that's, that's good. That's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. Yeah. Um... For sure. So another another transition that uh, tr transaction that we did a few days ago, actually yesterday, was trading mm -hmm. away Victor Oladipo and a draft pick for uh, basically compensation, just money for nine point five million dollars. And I think that's what helped signing Thomas Bryant right now, because if not, for we sure. didn't have money to sign anybody. Yeah, I feel like I feel really bad for Victor, especially after all the injuries that he's gone through. I feel like the Heat. Fan base is still going to continue to support him. I feel like the whole NBA supports that guy. You know, he's such a good guy. Um, it kind of sucks that it didn't work out, especially with him and Tyler going out in the in the playoffs and not being able to play. And and, and we could have used them for sure. So it's, it kind of sucks the way it ended. But I wish him the best. And yeah, man, it cleared it cleared some room for us to to maneuver and make some moves. So I I hope he he makes a good comeback. He's going back to the Thunder where he did pretty well over there. Um, and yeah, man, he's a vet now, so. Let's go. I hope I hope the best for him. Yeah, and he's going back to familiar territory too, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Exactly. I mean, they're a young squad for sure, but he could be a veteran there, teach him the ropes, and you know, teach him how to win too. He's been on a part of a lot of playoff teams, and you got uh, this guy Chet Holmgren coming back. He could probably be Rookie of the Year, yeah. maybe top three. You know, I believe so. I believe him and Victor are the the two guys battling. Maybe even Scoop. It, I like to be honest, Chet, man. Yeah, but uh, Shet might have a, a, a little bit of a better of a chance because you got to sit down and just watch, you know. Right. I've, I've been through that. I heard and I had to watch a whole year of, 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 of people just playing and you learn. You know, you ask questions, you pick up on things, and you're already in that locker room with those those veteran veteran guys and you already know how the NBA works. So he's got a little bit of an, of an advantage in my opinion. So he just got, has to go in there and perform and, and Okay, she's got a good team, man. He got a good team. I think Victor could really help him out coming off the bench whenever he gets healthy. Um, and just being in the locker room, being that presence, you know, that's so valuable in the NBA or any any sport. Having those guys in your locker room, for example, we just re-signed Kevin Love. Amazing. Mm -hmm. You need you need those guys in the locker room. You need you, that's why Udonis has him was there in the league for 20 years when the last five he didn't play, because you need those veteran presence that's gonna tell the young guys, like, hey, bro. What are you doing on Instagram Live with uh, 
With a your gun out or whatever. <laughs> exactly. You know, you that would have never happened in my in a place like Miami because oh, they have those guys. Yeah. So, yeah, man. No, and it's funny because I think Kendrick Perkins was the one that said it, but I know there was a NBA analyst that said it that like, yo, John Moran needs to get traded to the Miami Heat because that, that shit would not fly over there. <laughs> but I like that they picked up Derrick Rose, you know, um, and he's going over there now, so he's a good presence to have around. And hopefully he could really help out Ja and, and those young guys because they have a really good team. They have a really good uh, young core as well. Yeah. In the beginning, I didn't really make sense of it, of why Derrick Rose would go over there. You know, you got John Moran, now Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is going to be playing a lot of minutes over there. And he's going to he's gonna yeah. be a veteran presence. So I, 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 I don't want to really understand the Derrick Rose. But then I remember where he went to college, which was Memphis. So maybe he wanted to be there a little closer. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but... Hey, more power to Derrick Rose. I believe man. Yeah, man, he's a veteran guy. He doesn't need to, to go out there and play 20 minutes a game. You know, he's good coming off the bench and giving those big, impactful um, minutes whenever he can. I know he's had a bunch of injuries. He doesn't need to be out there all the time. He doesn't need to be one of their guys. He needs to be a locker room presence guy that's going to go out there whenever he needs to and gets his opportunity and make some plays, winning plays. Yeah. But yeah, since we're you know let's keep this train rolling, man. You keep talking about these free agent signings. So the the top one that everybody was wilding about was Kyrie Irving resigning with the Dallas Mavericks for three years, one hundred twenty six million dollars. Does yep. Kyrie returning back to the Dallas Mavericks make them? Because they didn't even make the playoffs. They didn't even make the play in. Does it make them a contender yeah, in the West? I feel like any team with a top five player like Luca is has a chance. Uh, it just depends the what the guys around them do. But I just don't man, Kyrie's awesome. He he's an amazing player. He's one of the he's probably top ten player in the league when he's healthy and he's doing his thing. But like they're both so ball dominant, you know. Um that is hard. L- Luca had Brunson before that. And you see what Brunson did once he, you know he got to run the show. With the Knicks, how he's taken off and stuff like that. So I feel like I don't know if they they work well together. So we'll have to see. They got we got a such a a, a small sample size last year, so it's not really fair to say. But yeah, man, let's see that he he got paid. Um, he's in a good place where he could be low key. He's not in a big market. Um, he could kind of just go out there and play and do his thing. And he's partnered up with, I believe, a top five player in the league with with Luca. So you always got a chance. Like I said earlier, the West is stacked. So you you have no idea. What, what's gonna what's gonna happen? It's it's kind of obvious. Denver is the front runner, um, but after that, everybody's right there, right on their tail. So, yeah the the thing I do like about Luca and Kyrie still teaming up together is the fact that Kyrie can play the two guard. Even though he's a, he's a point guard, he is ball dominant, like you're talking about. But he can play off the ball. He knows how to get open without the ball. Use the screens. Um, coming down the baseline, getting around to the corner and stuff like that. So I think it would be great. Like you get a full off season training camp preseason and then a full regular season going into the playoffs. Cause I think they will make the playoffs or even the play in you yeah. got, you get that chemistry rolling and rolling and rolling. I think Kyrie can take a bunch of shots and Luca can get like, even though he's already doing it, getting 15 assists a game and shit. I think you yeah. get 20 assists a game. Because yeah. Kyrie's a great spot of shooter, bro, that people don't realize. Kyrie, Kyrie's one of those guys that he knows how to play ball. 
So yeah. if exactly. he knows that if my role is to be a spot up shooter, run around and then make plays whenever Luca goes to the bench, he'll do it. Yeah. You know, he knows how to do um, that guy is so good that he knows how to do everything on the court. You know, besides, you know, maybe defend at a high level, he's all right. He's not really the greatest defender, but on offense, he can do it everything. He can do it all. You know, there there's he could he's one of those guys that you could grab and put on any team in the NBA. He's like, Okay, that's fine. It'll work out. But I just feel like it's it's taking it could take away a little bit from his game because he should probably have the ball a lot. You know, he should be the one making the decision sometimes, but we we'll see. This is the best part about the NBA. We get to see what happens. I just like when when Luca controls the ball because the NBA yeah. is such a fast play pace basketball league oh. that when Luca has the ball in his he hands and that. he's on the court, that whole thing of it being so fast slows the hell down. Nah. And he controls everything on the offensive level. Defense, I'm not really gonna talk about his defense. But on the offensive oh, yeah. level, this guy controls everything that's going on on the court. So if you're controlling everything that's going on in the court, everybody's playing at your pace, then everything's going to be so much yeah. smoother for you. So I think if Kyrie controls the ball more and Luka's coming down the court with him, I think it's going to mess up their flow. But if it's the other way around, I think Ky uh, Kyrie can get open, get these open shots. He, like I said, he's a great yeah. uh, spot-up shooter. And Luka can find him and other teammates. And, bro, yeah. they, can, they can win a lot, bro. Yeah, Kyrie will definitely have to be the Batman. It'll have to be like uh, like in the Cavs, how he was the Batman to LeBron. So he just got to be willing to take take that role, embrace it, and they got to put defenders around those guys because those are not the, the best defenders. They need shooters and defenders. So yeah. at the end of the day, that's what it's going to come down to. I, I feel like they're a middle-of-the-pack uh, West team. Definitely a playoff team. Uh, I think that they shouldn't be in the playing game. They should definitely be no, up there because be like they have those guys. Five, yeah, exactly. They should if they're in the playing, then that's that. It wasn't a successful season, you know. It, yeah. They should definitely be middle of the pack playoff team with a chance to 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 make a run. Because we've seen Luka get hot in the playoffs, and he'll go crazy. You know, he's fun to watch. So mm -hmm. let's see what happens there. Yeah, with them. Yeah. Um. Next person I wanted to talk about and get your insight on. It's Draymond Green resigning with the Golden State Warriors. Four years, a hundred. I'm not paid. mistaken, a hundred, a hundred one million. If I'm not mistaken, me personally, bro, I I had the biggest feeling that he was gonna resign back. People were talking about that he might leave to find a bag somewhere else and this and that. And I was like, nah, not really. And then when they traded away Jordan Poole, I was like, oh, he's definitely staying now. <laughs> he's definitely resigning. What do you think? Yeah, man, I don't think he was ever going to leave. Yeah. Who Who's he going to go to? You get me? That guy is For what? For what? the heart and soul of that team. You get yes. me? He he is their captain. You know, he's not their best player, but he is their captain. Yes. You know, they get rid of him and it's not they're not staying true to their culture and, and to their fans. So that's good that he got paid. He's coming back. They're going to try to make another push. Now they got CP3. So that's interesting to see how that works. Um, um But they... they they're giving it one more run to keep that dynasty going because yeah, that that is a dynasty, man. So you don't you don't get rid of those guys and just quit on on the team. For example, Chicago did that back in the day, you know, when when their ownership wanted to get rid of, you know, we all watched the Last Dance, how like they were like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna spread the team apart. Well, they, yeah, they're trying to get rid of the coach, and they're like, well, if you get rid of the coach, we're all gonna be gone. Fuck this. Yeah, you you don't do that, nah, you know. Yeah. That's a that's a dynasty. So I'm I'm excited that they're making one last push. With their with their guys, and, and it's only it's fair to them, you know. They deserve it. 
you know their fan base deserves it yeah. um and they have a chance cp3 is a dog he knows how to control the game um you could have cp3 coming off the bench and he could the, the game could be completely different from that that three-point running goal like always running trying to get those threes and then cp3 comes into the game and he slows it down for them Facts. um that's exciting because they have they have a good coach and Steve Kerr that can figure some yeah, things out. Yeah. So they've they've always been playing one way. Now he's got you know different routes that he could take with with the team, and they have good young guys. They got Kaminga. Mm -hmm. Now they 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 have a good roster. So uh, that's another team that's right under Denver. Yeah, you never. No, they're still in it. hundred percent. I think they're better than the Lakers. I think they're better than the Lakers. My opinion. Okay. I feel like the Lakers are also middle of the pack in the West. To be honest with you. You think that it was just like more of a fluke last season? Not a fluke at all. I feel like they played good. They played to their potential, but I feel like I'm not a big. I know Austin Reeves is good, but like I don't feel like he's that guy that they're like making him out to be. You get me in a way like he's yeah. not gonna be the guy that scores twenty a game. You know, in my opinion, fifteen. He maybe. makes plays. You know, he but he hasn't proven that yet, like that in a big sample size. And I feel like a lot of these guys that have proven it. That have played well for like one year, just getting boom, getting paid, and they're like really, they're really not stars. They're really like role players, in a way. Like Bruce but, Brown. Yeah, man. Bruce Brown yeah, just got one. two years, forty-five million yeah. for the Indiana Pacers. I mean, I get it, I get it, Indiana, but I get it, I get it too. But think about it. He was put in a system where he had this one role, and he exceeded at it. Yep. Yep. It was easy for him to be like to be that player because that's exactly what they asked him to do. And and he did it for a couple of months, and now he got got paid. Now he got paid. Hey, so good for him. Any any time, uh, any time a player gets paid, or actually no. not even a player, anybody, anytime someone gets paid, I'm happy as fuck for them, a hundred percent. I just think that he yeah, should he should have gone the L.A. Laker route. I don't know about Indiana. Yeah, I guess you got your ring. You know, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna try and get my bag. Yeah, he wanted to secure his bag for sure. He wanted to secure it. Whatever, more power to him. But me personally, I, look at Fred Van Fleet. I, I'll get the money, and I'm still trying to win. Yeah, look at look, look at Fred Van Fleet. Exactly, <laughs> great, great bringing that up right there. Those guys, those guys' families are set for for years because of that. You know, I'm hey, championship is awesome, but especially those guys, they already got one. Go get the bag, man. Go get paid. Yeah, man. Forget that. No, no. It, and and it's <laughs> and like, they're gonna they're gonna have a bigger. Role. Yeah, 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 for, for sure, for sure, bro. Like, like Kuz, like Kuzma. Kuzma just got the bag from, yeah. from Washington. And he, he's like, yo, you know that tweet that he put out? He was like, oh, you know, I'm going to try and do what I can. And, and like, I, I don't know the exact words, but he was just hyping up the Wizards fans and he's trying to, like, you know, get to the playoffs and bring them a championship and this and that. And we know as not, we're not basic yeah. NBA fans. We know that that shit's not going to happen. But... He, hey, he secured his bag, bro, and yo, more power to him, bro. I love him as a player, yeah. honestly. <laughs> no, yeah, he's cool. He's good, man. I've always loved him. I wish he would have stayed with the Lakers. Yeah, he's 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 a big market player. He, he doesn't deserve to be with maybe like Washington. You know, that's not really their priority is really not to win a championship. Let's be honest. They proved they went with yeah. Beal. They could have built around him. Yep, and yep. they didn't. Mm -hmm. They had Beal. They had Westbrook. They had, they were they had something good going for them, man. They don't spend. They don't like to spend the money. Yeah, it's, I and a lot of guys don't want to go to DC to play. You know, I heard. The, I heard. I yeah. mean, I've been to DC once, right? And I, I, I've been to DC. 
I think it's pretty dope. It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, shit. I've been to worse yeah, places. But it's, it's, <laughs> I know, me too, me too. I, I feel you, but it's like, ah, uh, see. You know, I've yeah, been there. I spent yeah. the 4th of July there one time. <laughs> Some cool bar. That's on Tuesday, <laughs> too. <laughs> Yeah, it's not Miami, bro. Nah, it's not Miami. It's not New York. LA, New York. No, of course not. Of course not. And it's not a place with, I don't know, I'm not really too sure how how their tax situation is there, but that's a huge advantage that the Heat have. No tax. Anybody in Texas, no tax. You go to California, you're going to get that contract. It's not as big as you think it is. I think it's like 60% of that contract gets flushed down the drain. A lot. Huge yeah. percentage of it. So I'm wondering Gabe's contract, how much we offered compared to what they offered him in LA for the money to be, you know. Um, still well, we offered him there. eight, and they offered him. Oh, okay. They offered him eleven. Eleven, right? So, but I think yeah. for him it's gonna Depends be maybe point. maybe eight point seven or some shit around there that he's actually gonna get. I feel like the he were setting it up. The he were setting it up. For this Dame situation, of course, of course, it, it, we're like, you know what, Gabe? <laughs> yeah, we're like, yo, Gabe, yeah. you know, we Go like ahead. you a lot, and we want you to stay. But like, if you're not gonna take a pay cut, and we're trying to bring Dame over here, you know, you know the situation. If you're not trying to do that, I'll, I'll power to you. Go get your bag, bro. Go to L.A. Go learn from the king over there, bro. Yeah. Go get it, man. Go get money. But let's talk about uh, that guy went another name. Go ahead, go ahead. Now I was gonna say that guy went from 2018 to being a D League guy, and now he got paid. So, yep. hey, he's got to be grateful for the organization of Miami to give him the opportunity. So, yeah, and he went off um, against Team USA uh, playing for Team Nigeria. Yeah. He went off Nigeria. against Nigeria. Boy yeah, was man. like, hold on, I'm a. I know all these boys. I played against all these boys. Hold on, I'm a. I'm gonna show out right now, and that's what's up. Hell yeah. Sure. Like, he's a baller man yeah um before we get on to um this whole philly situation let's talk about fred van fleet boy signed three years 130 million with the houston rockets and that's another player right there that it's like secure your back because he's already got he already got a chip with the 2019 uh toronto raptors and i've heard him on the old man and the three podcast the jj reddick podcast great podcast by the way if you haven't and he was on there as a guest and he was talking about he's like yo look honestly if uh toronto wants to keep me and they want to give me a bag i want to stay in toronto i don't want to go nowhere else like uh, my family knows everything here we're um, pretty familiar and all this stuff but i'm trying to get paid (laughs) try to get paid out here and when when i heard houston was the team that was looking at Fred van fleet i was like oh i know that they're they're gonna give him the bag i know that's the only team that can really give him that much money. So, you think it was a good move for him to go over there? Or you think he should have either gone to a contender or stayed with Toronto? I think it's a great move for him. That's a crazy amount of that's life changing money for anybody. I don't care who you are. Um, and he's going to a good city. You know, they have a good, some good young players there that he could, you know, kind of build with because he's he's not an old guy. So he he's he's got a chance to really be the face of that franchise for a little bit and help grow that franchise to what, what it could be because they have some good young guys, Jalen Green, you know, um, and, and some others that are in there that, that have potential to really be stars. So you got a guy like Fred Van Fleet, amazing shooter, a guy that can run the show. He's a great point guard. He defends. He does everything right. Um, 
the amount of money that he got is crazy to me. Um, just coming from like, for example, <laughs> Und undrafted uh, by the way, the yeah, highest paid undrafted. Yeah, undrafted, yeah, undrafted guy. You know, I don't know how much he's making. There's some guys making fifty million a year right now. Think about it in perspective, like this. Back in 2010, when we got LeBron, I think Wade was making about 15 million a year, and LeBron and Bosh are both making like around 19 to 20. Yeah. Now these guys that are, he's an all-star player. You get me? All-star caliber player, but he's not going to be an all-star every year. Some of these guys that are making 40, 50 million dollars a year. Yep. You know that that's crazy. I guess it's inflation. Or whatever it is, <laughs> the TV deal, maybe TV deal, or the TV deal, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. But the, the other guys on the team making one mil, you know, yeah. Hey, shit, sign me up. Well, I'll be the rebound boy. I'll be the water boy. I'll be the, <laughs> be the floor cleaning boy. One million, she, there. <laughs> man, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. But yeah, man, I, I don't know if that money matches up. But he's an amazing player, and he could really. But they're they're not gonna make the playoffs. In my yeah, opinion. that's what I was gonna ask you. Like, what what do you think? How is that situation gonna play out? Like, what is his what is his role, and mm -hmm. what are the expectations expectations of the Houston Rockets? The expectations can't be high. They got a brand new coach, a great coach. You know, whatever you know. I don't know if he's a great person, whatever it is, whatever he did. <laughs> but he's a great coach, and he proved it. He proved it in Boston, and yeah. Boston for sure wishes they could have still had him. Yeah. Let's be honest. So they have a it's a brand new situation. First year coach, they have their veteran guy that's gonna run the show and Fred, and they have to build around the young guys. So it's, it's a project. This is not gonna be. You can't expect much in their first first year for sure. Maybe the first two years. Yeah. After that, once you get to year three, year four, and there's no changes, and they're not making the playoffs, and this and that, then it's time to to let it go. But right now, the expectations are low. Yeah. It's. Hopefully make a playing game, try to sneak into the playoffs somehow, get some playoff experience for those young guys, um, and let Fred, you know, run the show and and, and give it some time because they, they're not going to be an impact. They're not going to be a playoff team all of a sudden just because they got Fred Van Fleet. You get me? Mm -hmm. um, let's give them some time to, to grow and, and build around that roster that they have right now and let those, let those young guys kind of work into their roles and, and figure out how they – how they fit in the NBA. That's a lot. A lot of guys, they get into the NBA, they're super talented, but they don't really know where they fit in. That's why you have like organizations and, and coaches like Eric Spolstra that gets these guys that are good at one or two things and they put them in these situations for them to be successful. Mm -hmm. So let's see what the Rockets could do with that roster that they have, which I think is very promising. Yeah. I just like the fact that uh, Fred went over there because obviously securing his bag. And I think that he will be a great leader to the young talent that mm -hmm. they have. He's going to show them how to work hard, show them how to win because he's a winner. He won in college. He won yeah. in the NBA. Like, he, he knows what he's doing. So, I think it's going to be a good set for them moving forward, teaching everybody that's mm -hmm. coming in. Maybe they bring in another veteran to help him out. But when it comes to if they're going to make the playoffs or not, I don't really think so. Uh, maybe in two mm -hmm. years, maybe they'll officially make the playoffs yeah. again. But as of now, I just think that he's going to be a good leader moving forward for the Houston Rockets and get them to work as hard as they can, for sure. I agree. I think it's a way better move than if they would have gotten Harden back. Yeah. I think um, it helps. Because he's younger, the long too. A lot better. He's younger too. He's younger and he's more of a leader than, let's be honest, than, than Harden. Harden is more of, you know, he's probably not an outspoken guy in the locker room. I don't know. I've never been in a locker room with him, but yeah. he probably likes to party. 
That's what I've heard. Well, so what I've, what we've seen. I don't want a guy. Yeah, for what we've seen. Yeah, we probably don't want a guy around those young guys teaching them those type of ways. Even though Harden is the, such a good player that he could probably go party and still give you thirty and oh, ten yeah, assists. Proven, proven. Yeah, he's proven. <laughs> he could do it. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like it helps him more in the long run to have a guy like Fred, you know. And I think it's better for Harden to to chase that ring with Philly. I feel like he should stay there. He should definitely stay put. All right, no. Now that you you started that, that was going to be the last thing that we talked about before we got out of here. So Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers have come to an agreement for him to opt into his last year, which is thirty four. No, sorry, thirty five point six million dollars on his last year of his contract, and they're going to work together. To get him a sign-in trade, just like how Dame's doing with Portland. Now, uh-huh. with Harden, first let, let me ask you: Should he leave Philly? I don't think he should leave Philly. No, he they got something good there. From what I've heard, he he pretty much got Doc fired. You know, they didn't work well <laughs> together. You know, he wanted to. It's kind of messed up, but that's what I've heard. That, yeah, that yeah. He, no, no. I, I heard that that too, but then I heard other things as well. But if it's that, yeah. that's fucked up. But Doc said it. Like, you know, Doc kind of said it in a way like, you know, he wanted to run his show. I, I wish I would have had him earlier in his career where he could have probably listened more. That's literally what he said. So I feel like he, you know, they got Doc's out. They got Nick Nursing, another good coach. They want to work coach. around. Championship yeah, coach. He's got he got what he wanted from Philly. You know, he might be upset about some other things or how things have gone in free agency, but they have a really good roster, you know, that they've been playing together for only like two years. Let's give it some chance. Great you know? roster, by the way. Great roster. I mean, they got Tobias Harris as well. Like he's not happy. So now they got a new coach coming in. Let's see how things work, how people fit into their roles, and how they could be successful. I hate Philly. Can't stand them, you know. Um, <laughs> I just don't like Philly sports. I don't like Philly, New York, or Boston sports. I feel like those are our rivals here in Miami. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I'm a, I'm a sports fan, and I know that they're a good roster, they're a good team, and they should definitely be top three in the East. And you got the MVP that. on your okay. team as well, man. The MVP, ah, should have been Joker in my opinion, but okay. Embiid is a monster, man. Embiid yeah. is a monster. Yes, bro. You he, can't deny that. No he, matter if you he, thought bro. Joker should have been the MVP, you cannot deny that Embiid is a fucking animal. Animal, animal. He could do it all. Now he needs to, when it comes to the playoffs, he needs to show up. You know, he needs to get down and dirty and be a leader and take accountability. Um, and so does Harden. So, yeah, I think it, no more, it, buys, it lies more on Harden than anything, really. Because that game seven, mm-hmm. in, that game seven against Boston, he only dropped nine points. He quit, bro. How do you drop nine points, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're that guy. You should have taken, you should have taken control over the game. Yeah. So that's kind of disappointing the way the the year ended, but I, I don't I don't think he should leave. Where else is he gonna go? You that's know? what I was gonna really say. Want... Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like I don't think he should leave because Lippers, uh, maybe. That's that's another thing I was gonna say because I don't think he should leave because there's not gonna be a lot of good destinations for him to actually win a championship. And I know yeah. for a fact, obviously I don't talk to the guy. I'm not around him or whatever. But I know for a fact this guy wants a championship for for sure. Yeah. And the the next best team is gonna Definitely. be the Clippers. Now, yeah. that trade might work out, but I still think that he should stay in Philly. You already got that chemistry going with, with the MVP. You, you, got, you got a young talent and scoring guard in Tyrese Maxey that he's just going to keep leveling up. And you keep teaching him the rope, and this guy's going to help you out. You don't have to do as much. You could dish 12 to 13 assists. You know, you keep doing these things. 
It's going to help out your team. You're already, like I said, the chemistry is already there. Why are you going to leave to go to a new team that you got to build this chemistry again? And then if you don't like it, you're going to ask for a fourth trade in like five years. The grass is not always greener on the other side. Exactly, dude. Sometimes you got to stick through the growing pains and get better and don't make excuses. Yeah. It is what it is. I think he should stay put. And, dude, they should be the top top five team in the league. Easily, you know. I mean, they're MVP, top five in, former in, MVP Hardys. Yeah, and they have good role players. You know, some growing, some guys that are have potential to be stars, like Maxi. You know, so they have everything there put together to be a championship team. Yeah. Now I just it comes down to leadership, coaching, and uh, people taking accountability and 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 stepping into the roles. Sometimes you got to sacrifice. You see, every championship team sacrifices. There's always one or two guys that could probably do a little bit more. I could have the ball a little bit more, but they they take that lesser role for the betterment of the team. So let's just see how they do it. Dwayne Wade back in 2012. So yeah, LeBron on that vacation, he was like, yo, fuck what happened last year, bro. Hey, this is your team Ooh. now. I'm going to take a back seat because I know if you're the, the leader and the captain and the number one player on the court for this team, we're going to win. And that's exactly what happened. I agree. That's how it has to be. That's the culture that you have to have mm-hmm. if you want to win a championship. I feel like Denver has that. The Heat have that. Teams in the past that have that have won multiple championships, like Golden State, the Spurs. Those are the teams that had those guys that, that want to win and they know how to win. That's the way to win, you know? Yeah. Um, another thing. Um, what would Philly look like if James Harden is gone? What would their team, what would be their expectations? Well, obviously their expectations would be winning a championship for sure. Yeah. But what would be reality for them if Harden is gone and they get some role players in return? Because they're not going to get a star player in return. Yeah. It will come down, I feel like, to, to how Maxi grows and how, if he takes that step. You know? We see guys like Tyler Hero have been taking steps every year. I feel like Maxi has done the same. With a bigger role, can Maxi become a star? You know, when he, which he has the potential to do it. I feel like it'll come down to him and Tobias Harris, you know, owning up to, to his role and, and, and excelling at it. But I feel like they should still, they still got him beat, you know, yeah, yeah. surrounding BG with some shooters, some good defenders, some, some, some guys with heart and grit that play hard all the time and you, you can win a championship. Look at the Heat last year. AC. Undrafted guys, you know, AC all the way to the finals. At the end of the day, it's not, it doesn't come down to the star power. It's how the team plays well together, you know. So, just like I feel like too, even they, Harden, the, they only had uh, Jokic as a star. I think Jamal Murray should have been an All Star a few Jamal years Murray. already, but he's <laughs> not on paper. So they don't really have all the stars like that. But they have eleven players yeah. deep that can fucking ball, defend, and score. Yeah, and they're gonna be they're gonna do their job. They're gonna do it at the the best they can they can do it, uh, whatever level they can do it. But they're gonna. Play their role and do it right. That's what you need. But yeah, I feel like even if Harden goes away, the Sixers should still be in the mix. You know, Boston, Sixers, Miami. After that, it kind of drops off a little bit, in my opinion. But some of those teams, like the Knicks, they're growing. The Knicks are growing. Um, I like Atlanta, man. I like Trey Young. Um, I think he's good. But they're not up there with those three teams. Nah. Yeah. Don't make the playoffs. Don't make the play. And the, oh my bad. And I forgot about 
I, I gotta forget about Giannis and the Bucks, man. Um, that's crazy to me. Oh yeah, and Brook Lopez just resigned right now, like a few minutes ago, two years. That's a good team. I'm glad they're running it back because they didn't have a good opportunity with Giannis getting hurt and us sweeping them super fast. Well, not sweeping them, but gentlemen you know, sweep. Yeah, gentlemen sweep super fast. So yeah, man, they they it wouldn't have been fair if they would have demolished that team because Brook Lopez gives everybody problems. Uh, Middleton is a dog. He's a scorer, a guy that can. He resigned too. He resigned. Yeah, he got paid as well. So I'm glad they're running it back and they're giving Giannis, you know, another opportunity because he. I feel like the the two best players, the three. I'm gonna give him three: is Giannis, Joker, and Embiid. Those are the three best players in the league right now. Yeah. Yep. So top three. Those sure. guys are always gonna have an opportunity no matter who's around them, but the Bucks. Have a solid group of guys that have been playing together for a while. So yeah, man, the, the East is exciting too. It's just not as many teams as the West that are in the mix, but there's some. There's four or five teams in the East that are could all get it done. They could all be the best in the East. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's all gonna come down to how they play uh, well together. Yeah, bro. Oh, well said. Hell yeah, man. Yo, great episode for sure, man. Now we're yeah. gonna keep track of what's going on with Damian Lillard out there. I'm sure there's some some stuff I've got. I gotta check my Bleacher Report. I've been I've been on Twitter and stuff. I've been looking and shit. Seventy Sixers uh, just signed Patrick Beverly. I don't Ooh, know how that works. Nice, nice defensive yeah. piece right there. A good veteran presence. I'm being. But when it comes to scoring, I I guess he'll just help out Maxi. He doesn't really Maxi doesn't really have to do shit on defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just he'll be a bench guy. That's a good pickup for him. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's him. a good. It's a good. It's a good bench guy. A good veteran out there on the floor, defensive. You know, Patrick, you know Patrick is hyped. Yeah, hell yeah. He's, He's gonna hype. Super excited on his part, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he must be on those good teams and, yeah, and, right. and with those those big guys. So good for he him. needs to get better offensively, man. Like, come on, boy. He's already peak, man. He's already what? In at least 30s. a three. Like, at least like get the three going, bro. God dang. It's decent. It's decent. It's good yeah. enough. To, it's good enough to be in the NBA, man. He he's. Bueno, I think that's because of his defense. I think his defense is immaculate. Like, exactly. no lie. If you see him cover people, like no this question. guy be shutting them down, bro, or no not question. slowing them. down. Yeah, his his defense is hard, and his his want to win. You can't question that. On the offensive end, I feel like it, it is what it is. It is. <laughs> you gotta take that L. You gotta take that L. <laughs> he's good at one thing. Yeah, that's why he's in the NBA. So good for him, man. I'm yeah. I, I'm excited to see him on the on Philly. Yeah, fuck Philly. <laughs> exactly, Logan. You my dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love their players. Hate 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 the Phillies. Hate yeah. the fan base. <laughs> Well, yeah, man, we're going to keep track of uh, this Damian Lillard situation, and hopefully he comes to our team, bro. But the top three teams that he's looking at is Miami, uh, Los Angeles Clippers, and the Philadelphia 76ers as well. So hopefully he doesn't go to Philly for sure. If he goes to the Clippers, you know, I'm, I'm going to be heartbroken, but it's better over there than to fucking Philly, 100%. Bro, he needs to come to the Heat, man. He needs to be here. Yeah, dude. No, I think yeah. he really wants to because of that bam, bro. I think that's the number one yeah, reason why Damian Lillard wants to play in it's the best chance to win, yeah, bro. Yeah, no, and we just came off of fucking AFC to fucking finals, bro. That's that's tough, bro. And if he's watching that, and which he was, because on that podcast he was like, you know, the team right now to look at is Miami Heat, bro. Like, yeah, they they don't have all stars like that, but they they don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're out there playing their ass off. And that's what yep. he, he that's what he wants, bro. That's what that's what I feel like that's what he every NBA that. player wants. But. Yeah, he, they want to be around those guys that really want to win. They want to be in situations like that. So, 
Man, I, I could already see him hitting those shots from half court. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, time. Crazy. We got to go to the game for sure. Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there for <laughs> sure. Remember that, that zero? That old jersey? Yeah, hell yeah. I'm going to buy If he gets yeah. traded, as soon as he gets traded and they put them shits on sale, I'm buying one quick. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, guys, you know what's up? You know where you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at GMikeMedia underscore Twitter at George Mike Perez. The podcast, the audio version is available on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and now on Rumble as well. Yeah. Ernie, thank you again, my dog. You know I'm going to have you on because the yeah, fantasy football is coming up soon, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to be making those videos, those hype videos. This is going to be fun for sure. <laughs> be hype, bro. I appreciate you having me on. And um, let's keep watching, but let's see what, what happens. Yes, yeah, sir. No, I appreciate you, bro. I know you're a busy guy and coming on, man. But I'll hit you up, my dog. Anytime, homie. Dale.